Greetings and welcome to Reopening the X-Files, our jaunt through the X-Files. We're in series one still. It just goes, doesn't it, after I say welcome? It just falls to the... I should write something. Anyway, we're going through the X-Files. This is Reopening the X-Files. I'm Nate, the Ultimate Movie Geek, and I'm joined again by Agent Powell, who isn't actually an agent and actually not called Powell. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? All right. Yeah, Cat grumble. Mustn't grumble. Mustn't grumble. Always people worse off, eh? Yeah, especially now. X-Files. What episode are we on? 18. Miracle Man. What's the plot? Take it away, Powell. Uh, it starts with a little kid. Like, burning building. Back in the early 80s. 83. And there's a dead body. And there's like a little kid and a guy stood over it saying stuff. Fireman's like, get away, get away. He's dead, he's, he's dead. He's dead. And the child's like, you will, wah, man, you know, all that crap. And yeah, he becomes alive and then it, it jumps forward to present day. Now, present day, obviously. 994, present day. Um, Mulder and Scully watching a video. Not uh, a porno. No, not a porno, which is unusual for... Mulder, because he likes the old porn, doesn't he? At work as well, which is odd. Yeah, I think that's odd. You'd get sacked. It's like really, it's gross misconduct. It's gross, <laughs> and it is gross misconduct. Why would you have a wank in work? What? I'm not saying he's having a wank. Well, what else would you want porn for? I don't know. The storyline. The oh. <laughs> <laughs> porn have you been watching? Really, like intellectual porn with an actual. Plot. It's like a five minute storyline and then the rest is history. Usually I've come to fix your pipe in it, right? <laughs> so, why are we talking about plots? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. So, yeah, it jumps forward to present day. There's a video emerged. He's meant to have healed a woman from a tumour or something. Tumour. Um, so, the ghosts start investigating as they do. Mm-hmm. And it's one of them. It's, it's We've all seen the evangelists. Yeah. There's not many who claim to heal people. It, it's there? a funny thing because, like, when I was preparing for this episode, I, w- I was looking for it because I know off the top of my head that there are episodes throughout, like, sci fi TV shows. Supernatural is an example of one, The X Files. They always seem to have these evangelical, like, tent Ages. worship. I suppose it's big in America then. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, not. we're not. What? Interesting story. Well, it's not interesting oh, at no. all. You went to one. I went to one. Um, wow. Yeah. Where? It was something to do. Don't ask me why. And there was a few of us from school. We were in senior school as well. We went <laughs> just for a bit of piss. Eh? You know, it's like, it's like yeah, it's a night out. Corriol at Ulverston. And it was a guy called Billy Graham. And I think he... He's a psychic one, eh? No, Billy Graham. He's, no, Billy Graham is. Hang on, I'm going to search him up. Keep going. He's like um, an evangelical preacher. He's massive, and that he was touring, and we went and watched him. I think we would like oh, me American, and my mate. American evangelist. Yeah, we were drinking cider before we went. I think like sneaking a bit of old English, <laughs> and then like yeah, it was weird. I don't really remember much about it, but like it was full. It was packed. And it was quite a big thing that he was there. And then for it, it was weird. To tell you what was weird, because I like, must have talked to him at the end and they take your information, don't they? Yeah. About a month later, um, someone from our local church came to our house and was like, like came in and <sighs> talked to me about it, that they knew I'd been. 
Oh. And they wanted to know if I was more interested in getting involved in the job. And it was, <laughs> I was like mortified. Jesus. And I was like, oh, I think she's going to have a think about art you love. I was like, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, a bit weird. Anyway, we've totally digressed. Um, no, but it shows that obviously that's why they have these episodes because there's something to it. And obviously, you've got the faith, and the uh, in this episode, you've got the healer who is actually healing people. Mm-hmm. It's not fake; it is real. Yeah. And well, uh, it's meant to be his son, but he says at the beginning, Mulder says he actually meant to have found, found him, him in the reeds or something. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and it's I don't mind this episode. I know you know not. Fine, but yeah. I'm not a fan of the the, the evangelical stuff. I, I, I never liked these episodes. Yeah. I don't, and I don't religion, really know so why. It's probably because of the religion side. Yeah, well, that makes me sound like a proper heathen. You are a bit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's an alright one. It's not an amazing one. No. Like you say on more supernatural things they, they refer to these yeah uh, well, the, the, well the plot of the story is that um the the patient that they he uh, that samuel heals uh mysteriously dies and they don't know why and then it, it turns out that the the guy who uh samuel had healed at the beginning in the opening is actually him yeah and, and he's like poisoning people isn't he so he's healing them He's slipping him a bit of like Kool Aid or whatever. Kool Aid at the beginning, yeah, because he's um, on the door. So then and... they're dying, and it's like he doubts himself and he thinks he's cursed and he's done something yeah. wrong because he's always healed people. And there's a lot of uh, like religious um, imagery in this this episode as well, which I like. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, I think the, uh, the man in black always seemed to scare me a little bit. Yeah, he did. When me. I was younger. Yeah, well, I think he's meant to, isn't he? He's yeah. been a... He's been in severe burn, yeah. but obviously he didn't want to live. And he begrudges that he he was almost this Lazarus, wasn't he? That he's yeah. come back from the dead. He didn't want to live like he is. Yeah. But isn't all life sacred? Like you said, the plot thing is that it's actually he ends up killing um, Samuel. Who... No, no, it's the um, the police chief who seems all right at the beginning. Is against the whole church uh, the the evangelical church the faith healing and stuff and his wife is is crippled isn't she with arthritis yeah, yeah. and when samuel's put in lock up oh yeah they beat him to they death. transfer yeah. like three criminals into yeah. his thing and then that's that's where some of the uh christian imagery comes in and he's and it's funnily enough it, i didn't put it in fanboy facts but it should have been i suppose it was cut uh, Fox Network uh, wanted it cut because he's supposed to get in the the cross pose while he's being beaten. Right. But they cut yeah, it. They're quite religious. Like it's quite a lot of sh- strong beliefs still in America, and you get a strong Christian following. Yeah. So it probably wouldn't have gone down very well. But um, yeah, so he dies, but then it's all uncovered that the other guy anyway was yeah. plotting his demise and setting him up, and but he actually comes back from the dead. He does, yeah. He rises, doesn't he? Doesn't he forgive Yeah. The man in black. I wonder what happened. I should yeah. have written his name down. I can't remember what his name was. Yeah. <laughs> um and then he kinda of disappears as well. Yeah. So it's one of them you actually really Oh yeah his body disappears, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah at the end, very end. Yeah. Samuel's body's gone from the morgue. 
So was he Jesus reincarnated? Yeah. Oh, he it's, was. Um, it's <laughs> a, I quite I quite enjoyed it to be honest. I I liked it. It was uh, a good one for me. There is an almost B plot to the the episode as well, where Mulder keeps seeing a little girl in a red dress, which is obviously well, obviously it's a bit of a nod to um, Donald Sutherland film. Yeah, don't look now. Don't look now, yeah. But also, it enhances, oh, what's the word? It gives more to the backstory of his sister disappearing. And I think, I can't remember if you get the, do you get the backstory in this one? Or is it later on? But not the backstory, the um, the flashback in this episode. I can't remember, we watched it a while ago, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, it's on the background at the moment, but uh, we're not at that point now. Uh, you also get like... <laughs> locusts in the courthouse yeah, yeah it's, it's an all right episode but it's not one that i would automatically go back to watch no it's one you remember though yeah it is one i remember yeah because there's ones we've watched where i've been like oh, what's it's almost like the first time i've watched it and yeah. there's little bits in it you think oh i remember that but there's ones like genuinely i hardly remember this is one i remember really well yeah. i think it's because it's quite shocking yeah in its context isn't it the religion and him, you know, the, him bringing the, so the fact that he dies as well. He is, he is real. The He's, healing. The supernatural is real in this yeah. episode completely, isn't it? Yeah. And it is very biblical because a lot of the stuff out of the Bible has, had, although we know some of that is self. Yeah, some of it's self, isn't it? Because he's pouring it down. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's I I enjoyed this one. Mm. Um, the guy, yeah, you said the guy in the the black with a hat and he's meant yeah. to be really creepy. He's quite creepy and I think that's one of the things I remember from being younger watching it. Yeah, I think so. Right. Should we get on to your favourite part of the show? My favourite, yeah, go on. You still haven't done your... What? Your music? No, oh. we'll have to do it. Fanboy facts. Fanboy facts. Oh my god, just say fanboy facts. Fanboy facts, baby. Let's, let's get them done. There's not many. Good. It's not like a final anyway. Uh, producer Adobe Goodwin felt that the greatest difficulty was finding enough Vancouver area actors who could portray a convincing southern US accent. So they hired a dialect coach to prevent the cast from sounding like they were coming from 15 different parts of the South. Which, I suppose... For us, being like British, you know how everyone thinks that everyone in England are either the Queen's English oh, yes. or Cockneys. Yeah. yeah. So what might you, you know? You can get down a pub now, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, for, I suppose looking at the other way, we, I, I can probably pick up some accents from America, like New York is an obvious one. Yeah. But then again, it, is it is it because uh, it's put on? like TV shows and all that sort of stuff no, and the New South York accent is. the South Boston's quite a thing yeah know. yeah I know what you mean but like you get you get actors go, from here going over there like Hugh Laurie his American accent we think sounds quite good but then I don't think many Americans think it was quite good I don't know yeah he's, he's just a generic though, yeah yeah <laughs> Then get American actors coming over here and again doing the Queen's English Porsche Porsche accent. Hello. Oh, let's move on. But yeah, that's no, I don't know. Scully performs her first X Files autopsy in this episode. 
and further on that uh, the autopsy begins at the time 11:21 p.m. 11:21 is a recurring theme during this season featured both in the pilot and the season finale I like it when the numbers coincide. Yeah, you notice that a lot. I don't notice stuff like it. it goes past me. It's like when 3.16am is always uh, used, or a lot of the time used in TV shows. Um, because they say that that's the most common cause of death or something along those lines. What would be the common cause of cause death? Cause of death? Yeah, 3.16 comes out of the clock and kills you. You absolute <sighs> knobhead. It's very late. Do you know what time it is? Yeah. 11.21. Oh, shit! Long. <laughs> it's 316 no, no it's not it's, it's 11 uh, no you mean it's when a lot of people die between those yeah because yes. yeah, my dad died early hours of the morning so yeah when your body's sleeping yes it is yeah. it's when your your heart's at its most vulnerable mm-hmm. and like 316 jumps out of the clock and kills you I thought you were going to say it was something like biblical like it could be um, there is there is one in there I can't, I can't remember what that bloody thing is Strangely, uh, we just looked at the clock on the thing and it said 1316, which is <laughs> nothing like 316. It's got a 3 and a 16 yeah. in it. Hey, you're one of those people that sees signs. I do see you? signs. Oh, did I say not the opposite? I can't remember. Anyway, John 316, uh, the, the Bible verses. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, oh, that whoever believes relevant. in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So there you go. It is relevant. Yes, it is. And I'm wondering if... I wonder what time Samuel dies in this. <laughs> Probably that one. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the next one. Um, all the faith healing scenes in the tent were shot in one day with the help of 300 extras. That, that's a lot of uh, food for the extras. Having been an extra myself. Jesus. You had to drop that in, didn't you? Yeah. Sure. I'm I in a post credit scene, you know. I just always think about Ricky Gervais, is it? <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Moving swiftly on. Yeah. <laughs> the first script written by executive producer Howard Gordon without his longtime partner, Alex Ganza. Uh, they have written a lot of episodes together. And if I can find it. Uh, they worked on Conduit, Ghost in the Machine, Fallen Angel and Lazarus. Right. In this one, um, how Gordon went to Chris Carter and they did it in a night to get the story together. Yeah. Uh, the episode takes place in two time periods, 1983 and 1994. That's not really a fanboy facts, it's just there. Just I had to there, write in. It? Yeah. And again, the use of Mulder's visions of his sister Samantha uh for motivation uh, as motivations for his actions in the episode has been seen as an opening up of the overarching search for the truth about her throughout the series. I think it does it does it starts that off, doesn't it? Yeah. I like it. It's an alright episode, but like I say, I wouldn't go back to it. No, it's not a favourite, obviously. No. But if you're watching them you might as well go through them. So we we've come to the end of another week. Uh, I know we I think we missed Monday, didn't we? Uh, for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, keep listening, keep sharing, keep liking, um, and we'll keep providing episodes. We're coming to the end of the series, the, the season one, aren't we? We're on episode. The next episode is Shapes, which is 
episode 18 or no episode 19 and i think there are 24 episodes in the series and we're getting to that point now where uh, powell might pull the plug <laughs> you think we'll get to season two i don't know i was just looking to see what he's <laughs> out of because the guy who plays samuel is really familiar do you so think I think he looks a little bit like the guy who played Anakin Skywalker. He does a little bit, yeah. But he was in Party of Five, which I avidly watched as a teenager. Absolutely love Party of Five. It's her at Scream and Matthew Fox at a loss. Yes, I, yes, I know. Um, and he was in The Postman as well with... Um... Kevin Costner. Yeah, I love that film. I think it's a great film. So, Most yeah. boring actor in the world. Steady on. Kevin Costner... The film's... Oh, he's boring. He's this dull. Is Kevin Costner with you. I was just making a point. He's quite familiar, so that's probably why I, I yeah. recognise him. Oh, well. Like, share and subscribe. Uh, follow me on Twitter at MovieUltimate and Instagram, Facebook and YouTube at Ultimate Movie Geek. Subscribe! Follow us and we'll get some more reviews up. Thank you for listening. And remember, as always, look to the skies because the truth is out there. I need this.